Let's face it, money is the one subject we all need to deal with, but no one actually wants to talk about. The good news is there's a podcast helping you learn everything about money no one taught you. Meet Everyone's Talking Money, hosted by me, Shauna Game. Everyone's Talking Money focuses on relevant, inclusive, and forward-thinking conversations around money and just helps you get in a better relationship with your money no matter what your goals are. Do yourself a favor and subscribe to Everyone's Talking Money podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Mother Up. I'm Gianna Demedio simon And I'm Casey McDonald-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. This motherhood thing is hard, especially balancing being a mom while still trying to be you. We find it crazy that after only a six-week consult with your doc, you're basically hung out to dry and have to figure out this tiny human and this new version of you practically alone. There are so many demands for taking care of a baby, but taking care of yourself is essential and sometimes falls by the wayside. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. So you may be feeling down, but we're here to help you mother up because no one's tougher than a mother. We're using our firsthand experiences and our connections to experts across the country to bring you ways to feel confident, beautiful, and still vulnerable. And listen, we're new to the game, so we'll be learning right along with you. So pour that coffee. Or mimosa. We won't tell. It's time to to mother mother up. Welcome back to Mother Up. It's Gianna here. If our guest's voice today sounds a little familiar, it's because you also heard her in October. Ashley Gordon was on with us during our month that we went over infertility and pregnancy loss because she told us all about her journey with IVF. She struggled up until the point that she was able to have her son, Maverick, who just turned one year. But There were so many good bits of information in the interview when we talked about her business and everything that she does like professionally. We felt we really needed to cut the episode into two. So that's what today is. Part two with Ashley. She is a quantum healer and a manifestation coach. So she works with people who have coaching businesses, but helps them really lean in to their intuition, to their spirituality, and just different ways that they can enhance the way that they work with their clients. It's really fascinating. And Case and I are both so into this idea of manifestation. It's not really something that I've picked up on until like just this past year. And Ashley is a close friend of mine and the conversations that I've had with her have been like very enlightening. Um, One of the things we talk about today is imposter syndrome. Uh, I must talk about this like at least once a week because I just there are so many things in my life where I'm like, I can't even believe I got here. I don't deserve to be doing this or whatever. And I think we as women are just so much more apt to doing that than men. And it's so we shouldn't. (laughs) We absolutely shouldn't. So she talks with us about that and how to combat it. She talks about leaning in and listening to your intuition in the motherhood journey which ladies, if you haven't, you absolutely should start leaning in and trusting your intuition. I heard that like my whole life that the mother's intuition, the mother knows what's best. And it's true. There have just, there's been experiences in my life with my children where, you know, maybe somebody's suggesting something and I'm like, I don't know. My intuition is telling me that that just won't work for my child or that's just not best for my child. So she really 
goes in on that and just ways that you can be better in relationships with others, you know, understanding that there can be limiting beliefs and perspectives and, and also this idea of like your deepest inner critic and even the relationship that you have with yourself, how you can kind of master that. So love Ashley wanted you to know why you're hearing the same voice again, but it's because she literally gave us a surplus of information and we didn't want to bombard you in one episode. So excited to have her on for this episode today. And here is all that with Ashley. Yay. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. We have a lot to learn from you today. You are the badass manifester. That is the name of my podcast, Badass Manifester. That was like the start to my brand. And um, I'm also the quantum coach. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I started my business as a spiritual life manifestation coach. And I already know I need you. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, boo. Um, And I I loved all of that. And, And I built the business quickly and people were like, well, how did you build your business? So then I started business coaching. And then I saw this big gap in the industry where like everyone online was talking about marketing and sales. And I'm like, why is nobody talking about how to actually be a, a good coach and how to actually facilitate transformation? Nobody's talking about this. Like you can get all the clients, but what happens when you get them and you don't know how to help how them? How do you right. keep them and cultivate them? Yeah. Yeah. So what are the key things that you teach people to do? Like what is important for those things? There's a whole framework in in my method that's all about number one, like owning your own energy and and leading with your energy and being able to do your own work, right? Because we can't lead people where we're not willing to go. Yeah. So we have to do our own work. And next, it's like really honing your listening skills. Sounds really simple. These are already two things that I don't do. (laughs) Literally, my therapist is always like, you are only responsible for your energy. So this is so good. Yeah. It's so important. It's like the very foundations of just how to hold space, right? How to listen without needing to respond to someone. And as a coach, being able to meet people where they are. So I teach people who want to be coaches who feel like they have that passion and that calling how to actually do that and how to meet people where they are and how to ask quantum powerful questions to help them dig deep within themselves and um, how to hold the whole container, hold the space, hold them safely to be able to come undone. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, that's like really the foundations. And then there's like deep processes and advanced processes and tools and coaching, you know, coaching is an art, I believe. So it's just teaching them like how to really how to, how to use the paintbrushes. I don't want people to be put off so much by like the word coach because like I'm thinking of this, not in a business sense at all. Like I'm thinking of everything you're saying as like a, how a mom runs a household and like how you quarterback a family. Cause that is a business though. We've talked about it so many times. Like being a mother and running a house is a business. It so is. And it's interesting because I would say all of our students, like 98% of our students come to me and they say like, wow, I came here to learn how to be a coach, but this actually changed my entire relationship with my husband. This changed my relationship with my mom. This changed my relationship with my best friend. You know, it's just like, it's, it permeates into every area of life. And that's really like, that's my goal. That's always been my goal is to help people be the best versions of themselves and wake up. How long does it take and what does it cost? So the the <laughs> I'm like, can you just download it? Can you upload it to my brain now? And do you accept Venmo? <laughs> I accept all payments. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we certify in eight modalities. So 
it's it's a it's a commitment and it's an investment energetically in your time and monetarily. It's a ten thousand dollar investment to learn mm-hmm. all of these skills and modalities. So it's definitely for someone who is ready to go all in into learning these things and like wanting to cultivate a business for themselves and work with other people. What are some of the things about this way of communication and living and manifesting have been things that you've applied to your own life that you've been like, this is the game changer. This is the secret stuff. You mean like home life, like in the house or you mean her life, Life, like business, anywhere, home. Just like, like, I guess the way I'm, uh, the question I'm trying to ask is like through me and my grief journey, there have been things that I've been like, I've learned 17,000 things, but there are a few that really stick out of the woodwork that are like, wow, when I learned this, this was like game changing for me. So like, are there moments for, for you in your business that you're like, wow, this is something that I am not just now teaching to others, but I want to apply in my life and have really lived by? Yes. So many things. Um, to synthesize, it's it'll be challenging, but like the first thing that's coming to me is when I first started, I felt like a complete imposter. Like who am I to do this? Who am I to, you know, share messages with people? Who am I to help people? All of those thoughts were running through my head. And I had to really sit down and be like, who are you not to be? Like telling myself a new story. Like I had to literally, I remember sitting down and writing a brand new story of like my thought process going into creating all of this. But I will say, I think having imposter syndrome is healthy because I think it means you have a conscience. Like definitely you you have a conscience and like you, you're rooted, you're coming from a good place. And like you want to make sure, yes, that, that what you're you're buying what you're selling. I was going to say for our, totally. for our listeners, I'm sure there are so many where like immediately the antenna went up of like, oh my God, imposter syndrome. Yeah, I have that too. What percentage yeah. of your clients would you say have come to you with that? 100%. I would say 100% of people. And I'm like, I know I've walked this path. I totally know. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh my gosh. Even I think- with this podcast, we're like, oh, okay. Like, Right. Gianna has a, an almost three-year-old. I have – I had an infant, you know, when we started this. And it's yeah, like, like, we don't know what we're know. doing. And it's like, you know, and we've – you know, you're learning as you go. And I think that's – I mean, Gianna and I had that conversation. Like, we've talked about that. It's so real. It's so real for anything epic that you want to create or do. Any vision that you have, you're going to be like, who the fuck am I to create this? Yeah. But, like, someone's going to create it. So why not let it be you? So what was the new story that you wrote for yourself? I used to say that I was – I never thought I'd be an entrepreneur. I didn't believe that I had what it took to do all the things. I thought I was lazy. That was my story. I'm lazy. I'm a jack of all trades. I'm a master of none. Yes. Um, I can't commit to anything. I would try so many different businesses. Do you know how many network marketing businesses I tried? I would sell like healthy chocolate and be like, this is going to make me a millionaire. (laughs) And I did so many things and I quit so many times. And I'm like, who's going to take me seriously? I don't even take myself seriously. Those were all my all my stories. I'm not good enough. I love that you did though. That's so amazing to hear. You probably learned something though from each of those ventures. Definitely. I learned that network marketing is not my thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I I heard a quote recently that I think is so true. It's that life is really just several iterations of yourself until you get to like where it is that you want to go. And that all of things, these things are not failures. They're just stepping stones to the next point. Like you don't realize until you're like, you're like trying on hats. Yeah. It's so funny because Gianna, you'll love this. Like uh, my grandmother passed away uh, a while ago at this point and 
when I, I I was like meeting with a psychic and she was coming through and she's like, she's, she's showing me like the Wizard of Oz, which was very significant in my like childhood. It was like the theme of my bat mitzvah. It was like, it was a big like deal in my life. I was, it was my, it was literally my college, like let my college essay was based on the Wizard stop. of Oz. Okay. So, okay. We're having, we're having a moment. <laughs> she was like, your grandmother is just like coming through and she's like, she finally figured it out. She's like, what is she talking about? I'm like, oh, just like my life. <laughs> like, like all the things that I've ever done. She's like, she's sitting here and she's like, finally. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to get here. Yeah. That was the vibe. I'm like, okay, I'm on the right track. So yeah. But the other the, – what I transformed the story into was just like – first I asked myself a really important question. And I asked myself the question of what happens if I do this and I go for it? What happens? What's possible? And then what happens if I don't do it? And I thought about all the people that I would be helping and all the people that I wouldn't be helping. And I took it out of making it about me. And instead I started making it about all the people that I could impact if I like really went big and shared my message with the world. So that was like the very first thing that I did to like shift the story. And instead of being like, I can do this or I am great at this, it was just like, Every day I can take a step towards creating this vision that I have. And I started like small with smaller affirmations. And then when I started shifting from like spiritual life coaching more to business coaching, I'm like, who the fuck am I to be a business coach? It came up again. I don't know anything about business. And then a friend told me, she's like, if it's coming to you, like it's meant for you. And I started listening to this meditation and in the meditation, the guy was saying affirmations and he's like, I have amazing business ideas. I am creating new products every day. I have new ideas. I'm like, wow, I could just shift the narrative from like, I don't know what I'm doing to actually, I'm really good at business. And then I started owning it. I was like doing the I am statements and that was a game changer. Is manifesting truly that simple? It really is. I am not. I'm really bad at it. But again, there we go. I'm bad at manifesting. That's Right. That's that's your story. story. That's your story. But- I would say, look at your life. Do you like your life? Do you love your life? Are you happy with your life? Are you? Am I, oh, oh, I thought that was like a <laughs> yeah, question. No, like for real. It's like, are you? <laughs> I mean, there are de- like, you know, I mean, we, it's like everything. Like there's good days, bad days. There's, you know. But overall. It's life. Overall. Yes, 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 yes. So I would yes. say, good job. You're good Thanks. at manifesting. <laughs> like seriously. I mean, yeah. our thoughts are creative. Our energy is creative. We're literally creating our reality in all moments. And if you feel like you're looking at your life and you're like, okay, like, yeah, of course, there's good days and bad days and all of that. Right. But overall, if you feel fulfilled by the work that you're doing, I would say like you're better at it than you think. Yeah. But there's so much we tell ourselves like, well, that's just base level. I should just be able to achieve this. I should just be able to run a household and do this and da, 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 da. And then it's like, where's the line? So many things get put into that. Well, this is just baseline level. And we think we're not capable of anything extra. But really, it's like all of these things that we're doing are extra in the world. We're really just all we need to do. Super fucking humans. (laughs) That too. Yeah. Now a quick word about our sponsor, BetterHelp. Casey and I both love and use therapy. It is a great thing, and we want to make sure that you take advantage of it too. BetterHelp is offering 10% off 
for our listeners. And what a great time to be able to start this because I know you're probably feeling a little stressed or feeling a little bit more anxiety, a little bit more emotions than you would usually. That's just normal. That's what the holidays do. We're moms. We're put under a lot of pressure. But don't sit there with it by yourself. Check out BetterHelp, www.betterhelp.com slash mother up. BetterHelp is helping our audience get 10% off their therapy at this time. There's an online platform you can get connected with a great therapist in your area. And there's a platform that makes all of the information that you need very easy. Clicking that link in our show notes for BetterHelp will help support this channel, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. So you can connect with the therapist and see if it helps you. Reach out to Casey and I, let us know how it goes. We'd love to be there for you too. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com slash mother up. Tell us what motherhood has been like for you. Oh my gosh. Motherhood has been the journey of learning how to really trust my intuition mm-hmm. and and to to really work through like some of the doubt that has come up along the way. It has been so interesting. Um, I was just doubting myself so much in the beginning. Like, and I'm well, still it's just in the like beginning. you were saying, like your imposter syndrome with your yeah. business. I mean, you're Same literally thing. like, here, keep this human alive and make sure they're a good person and they then this, that, and the other thing. Every decision I was making was like, how is this going to affect him in the long run? Oh, yeah. If I have him come into my bed, if if he can't sleep and he's yeah. in my bed, is he going to be in my bed till he's 20? Is he going to have issues? Is he gonna, I mean, every single thing I was like, I got to stop. Yeah. I got to stop. And I had to start following my intuition and like, I'm like, okay, well, all right, if, if this is what works for us right now, this is good. And I started to learn it's not about what everybody – there's so much information out there. It's not about what everybody else does or what everyone else tells you to do or what's best. It's about what works for you yeah. as a mom. And that was like such a big breakthrough for me, what works for you. And it's the same thing in business. It's not about yep. some finding the perfect business blueprint or someone else's sales process that worked for them. It's really about what feels good for you and what works for you. I want to circle back to your business principles that you teach in your course. And if somebody's saying, you know, I am so interested, but I don't, you know, I've got four kids, I've got a full, like, I don't have the funds and I don't have the time. What are maybe like three or four tips that you can put into play in your life with your kids, with your husband, with your family to transcend to a higher self? Okay. The first thing that I'm going to tell you is so simple and so powerful. It actually transformed my entire relationship with my mom. And that is, is that we have to stop trying to fix everybody in our life. We have to stop trying to fix our spouses and our moms and our kids and all of that. It's really about learning how to meet someone where they are and listening, like I said before, but from a place of validating their emotions. And you guys might listen to that and be like, duh, but it's, it's, it's really powerful when you like when you can hear what someone's saying and be like I hear what you're saying and I know that you're upset and you it's completely understandable that you feel that way right now. As simple as that. That allows them to express and vent and it creates a release for that person. So if you can create a safe space for someone to have a release without trying to like give them advice or fix it or make it any different than it is or offer your words of wisdom. Like, okay, that's fine, but I don't agree with it. Like that's that's detrimental. Acknowledging them and validating whatever it is they're experiencing in that moment, it gives them a healing, whether you know it or not. 
it gives them a healing. And after that, it's like they can move on because people most of the time, they don't need your two cents. Mm-hmm. They just need to get it out. You, We all know this. We all know this to some degree, but it's very hard to do with the people that you love because you think that you know what's best for them. Mm-hmm. And so just giving people space to share without anything in return, like just listening. And shut like, up. Yeah, it's, just <laughs> shut up and just be like, it's – you know, it's so understandable that you feel this way right now. And you don't even have to say, I understand because you might not understand mm-hmm. and that's okay, but it's understandable that you feel that way based on what happened to you just now. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds so simple, but I promise no. you if you implement this. Yeah. I just taught this to someone in Target. This woman, she saw my mom and I walking. <laughs> I swear to God, she was working at Target. And she's like, you're on a mother-daughter like shopping thing? And we're like, yeah, we're obsessed with each other. And she's like, oh my God, I just missed my daughter. And she started going into this whole saga with her daughter. And she's like, I don't agree with her boyfriend. I don't agree with this. And I was like, try just listening to her. See what happens. Yeah. And you saw the woman's brain splatter against the wall in Target of like, she, what? No, I swear to God. <laughs> she literally was like, that was the best advice. I, And so I was giving advice in that moment. <laughs> That's a good one. What else do you got for us? I think something that you can do for yourself in in being in better relationship with others is starting to get clear around the stories that we tell ourselves, of course, like what are those limiting stories that we're, that we're saying on a regular basis, starting to look at the way that you're interpreting life, the things that you're assuming about life. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this thing that I like to call, which is, it's called the DIC, D-I-C, and it's your deepest inner critic. It's that voice inside that tells you you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you're not lovable, you're not important. And we all have it. We all have that dick. And so it's the dick because it it ties the bosses around. And so starting to become aware of the, the way that you're viewing life, the things that you're interpreting, it can really make you present to like the thing that's holding you back the most, which is that part of you. And if we can recognize the part of us that doesn't believe that we're worthy or doesn't believe that we're good enough, we can name it outside of ourselves. Name it, claim it, and say like, you're not actually the truth. You know, we have to recognize what's the truth and what's not the truth. And the more we can become aware of that in our day-to-day life, we're going to find so much more fulfillment and joy when we can like not operate from the lens of I'm not Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. So you replace, do you take it like head on? Like if you're saying like, whatever, I'm not, I'm not good at business. Like, do you take it Mm -hmm. head on? You're like, I am good at business. Like, is that, do you just do affirmations? Do you do So I tend to just recognize what I'm feeling in that moment where I'm like, I'm really not feeling good enough right now. And I kind of hold myself in that and honor it because I don't want to like change it. And I have to meet myself where I am first before I can change it. So my process is like release, rewire, receive. What do I need to release first? I need to like be with and release this feeling that I don't feel good right now. I don't feel good about myself. And then I can rewire it into like an affirmation. But I find when people are like, no, I am good enough, like right away. It's like whiplash. It's like whiplash and you don't believe it because you're not being real to yourself. And sometimes it takes just being authentic with ourselves to be like, yeah, this is really what I'm feeling right now. And I need to like process that through my system before I can change it. 
Does that make wow. sense? It does. Yeah. And I think sometimes you don't realize what you're doing. Like I'm thinking no. about like specific examples where I'm like, okay, yeah, I did that really well with a situation recently, but I didn't realize that's what I was doing. And now like you being able to put words to it is going to be helpful for me to be like, okay, this is how I can replicate how that situation went really well for the next situation that I encounter. Yes. I love that. And even the days when you show up and you're like, I'm having a bad grief day today. Yeah. That's kind of the same thing where you let yourself be in that. You don't try and change it right away. You're not like, all right, I'm just going to get up anyway and, you know, try to like shake this off. And if you feel like you want to, great. But most of the time, I feel like you let yourself process through those feelings and then you pick yourself up. Yeah. And you do the thing. Yeah. Holding space for that. Like you said at the beginning, I mean, that's really it. Like we as moms hold so much weight on our shoulders of just everything mm. of being a wife, being a spouse, being a house manager, being the, you know, raising these children that when we're like, Oh my God, this is so overwhelming. Why can't I do this? Something must be wrong with me. But yeah. to release that and give ourselves the space to say, you know what, it's okay to feel this and look at all the things that I am doing and look at all the, you know, to rewire and then yeah. to then receive that grace from ourselves. I think totally. it's something you could probably use every single day as a mom. Mm-hmm. So thank you totally. so much for bringing that to us. I'm so glad. And the last thing I'll share on that is I've been reframing that overwhelm piece because we all feel that as moms, as humans, is I'm now expanding my capacity to hold more in my life because so many people listening to this are probably very ambitious women or women that are high achievers or women that are stay-at-home moms. It doesn't matter we we still have like big dreams for our life, yeah. for our families. And so being able to like understand that that overwhelm that we feel is also our capacity to hold the life of our dreams. It's our life is expanding and we're, we're learning how to hold it as it expands. Mm, I love it. Good deep stuff. At the end of it all, positive stories, positive input. I mean, this was just a really, really great episode. We're so happy that you could be here with us. All good energy to you. Ashley Gordon, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mother Up. We have new episodes every Monday. In the meantime, follow us on social by searching at Mother Up Pod. Got a topic you want us to cover? A story you want us to share? Give us a shout on our website, www.motheruppod.com. Production support for today's episode provided by Katie Anderson, also a mom of HomeAway Studios. I'm Gianna Demedio simon And I'm Casey McDonald-Hosmer. Have a great week. And remember, whenever you're feeling down, mother up.